0: Don't believe in those ready solutions and plug-in solutions you know, as a service. So it's not it's nothing that we do. If you want to be successful as an executive in this market, you really need to, to plan for the long ride.
1: Hello, and welcome to the CVC Unplugged podcast from GCV. I'm Fernando Moncada. What precisely is the role of a third-party CVC fund manager in the venture ecosystem of emerging economies? According to Richard Zieger, general partner at Brazil's MSW Capital, it's an important role to educate and set the standard. In a relatively young venture ecosystem like Brazil's, corporate investors can develop the reputation of a bull in a china shop, bringing an m and mentality where it doesn't belong, and consequently leaving people with a sour taste. In Brazil, that reputation is now changing, and third-party investors have a role to play in alleviating it. In our conversation, we dig into the considerations of having multiple corporate LPs in the fund and how you can have one fund with multiple theses, as well as why MSW Capital rejects the label of CVC as a service. Zieger explains why corporates that already have a CVC still choose to invest with them and how having a public sector LP along with the corporates affects the strategy. He also talks about the importance for corporates of speaking to seasoned veterans when first getting started with CVC, why you shouldn't go it alone, and why he thinks that you shouldn't be drawn in by ready or as-a-service solutions. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to CVC Unplugged, and above all, enjoy the show. Richard, it's great to, great to see you again, and welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Fernando. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: No, yeah, absolute pleasure to have you. And, and we were just uh, speaking off uh, off mic there about uh, how the 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 last time we spoke, I thought you had a Zoom background on, but it's actual it's your actual view out of out of your 18th story office in in, in Rio de Janeiro. So I was just admiring it. It look, it looks like a like a whole lush rainforest behind you.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you very much. We're actually on a on a nice area here of Rio. The reason I did that is like. Was exactly to 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 invite you to come to come over, you know, because normally the foreigners they tend to go to São Paulo, but they miss the best place, which is Rio de Janeiro, right? So, so this is the the idea. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, in fact, my, uh, my, my 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 sister lives in Rio a lot of the time, so I, I you know, any excuse to go visit would be good. Well, I, so let, let's start off with a bit about you. Really, tell me about yourself and and your background and and, and you know how you got started with uh, with MSW.
0: Right so uh, quickly about uh, myself I, I graduated in business i have a postgraduate in uc california in marketing then i just recently concluded a uh, a course on entrepreneurial education at mit so mostly i've worked with uh, when i started my career i i started as an executive uh, trying you know to get a job my first job was at l'oreal uh then i worked in a in a consulting company and then when i was very young i you know I, I i decided to follow the path of my my whole family basically my whole family are made of entrepreneurs so you know at home talking about business has always been um, very normal for us It was a, you know a, a normal team and, and and when i came back from from the course that i did in san Diego, my partner was studying msw and and he uh, he was actually starting a, a new business inside the MSW, which was uh, very interesting, and he invited me to join. So this was, uh, you know, the, the the start of the of the journey here with uh, with Moises, which is my with a, uh, which I am fortunate to be a partner in and, and build a business and a VC business with him uh, in the past uh, fifteen years.
1: So, so you always knew from a young age that you wanted to to kind of go into business slash finance. Oh, uh, not too much on finance, but I ended up, you know, I, I think at a certain
0: point, uh, you ended up having to, to, to deal with it. But I, I've always knew that I was going to, you know, have my own business. That's, that was because, because from, from the role, you know, from, from the, the DNA of the family, you know, we, I've always had this very clear that at a certain point, I would like to have my own business. I just thought that I needed more experience on the beginning, but you know, it turned out that you know very soon I, I you know I started my own business,
1: and now you help people grow their own businesses. So it kind of kind of goes full, full circle. And when so when MSW kind of launched, and I believe it was two thousand originally, um, it was more like a, a, a kind of a, a consultancy practice almost, right? Mostly it wasn't doing like as much like the the underground kind of CVC investing as it as it, as it kind of does now. So when you joined, had that transition already kind of happened, or, or was it starting? To no,
0: not yet. A great question. Not, uh, Moisés, my partner, he, he has an, an education and M&A consulting background and, and also an entrepreneurial. So I, I was very fortunate to meet him and, and, you know, worked with him in the M&A operation when I started working with him. But very after working with, with this, you know, with the M&A consulting for, um, let's say, medium uh, businesses in Brazil. Uh, we, we realized that, you know, that we built very strong relationship, relationships with entrepreneurs and, and also with investors. So, and at a certain point we would, you know, at, at some projects we would work for like two or three years in order to, to, you know, in a sell site, uh, to sell like a business and, and when we, you know, when we were able to succeed the relationship that you've built it, just finished it like out of the blue, you know, it, it, in, and we felt that that uh, we wanted to be uh, in a different role, like as investors, and 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 be more uh, built like a more of a long run with entrepreneurs instead of just being a a, a service provider. So that's why we, you know, once we we did a few, uh, let's say, very successful M and A projects, and this gave us some courage to start investing our, our own money, and we did a few a few investments. You know, ourselves uh, with club deals on the beginning, this was like already, you said 2000, 2000, I joined MSW in 2008 and we started investing our money, which was very, very, very small in 2000 and let's say 12 or 13. And luckily for us, those businesses that we invested our money did, didn't go very well. Uh, I think it was, a, you know, a, a learning a really well to learn, you know, but the, the businesses themselves didn't go very well. But we, you know, in, in 2015, something very uh, different happened for us. Like uh, we had a, uh, an executive from, from a large corporation like Microsoft and another one from Qualcomm. They knocked at our door and said, listen, we started this fund. Uh, we were looking for a manager. Uh, you guys, you know, have this entrepreneurial uh, finance, education, background, consultancy. How would you guys you know would, would you guys like to to become managers of the fund and you know we looked at it as a great opportunity to you know to enter the the v c. market, let's say, and that's how we started like we our first fund, which is called b r BR startups, b r startups, uh, was the first of its kind in Brazil and and that's how we entered in in the v c.
1: industry, let's call it like that mm-hmm. and so how so because because Qualcomm and Microsoft, they, they both kind of do their own venture activity, right? So, so, so why, why, why do you think they came to you? Is it Because they didn't know the Brazilian market.
0: First of all, I believe they, they went to a lot of managers and mostly v- typical VC managers. Uh, a lot of those typical VC managers looked at it, you know, as, a, as we like to say, the glass half empty. And we, we saw it as a half full, uh, as a huge opportunity. And, and as we saw it as an opportunity to enter the VC arena, uh, we, we started to, you know, we realized that corporates had, had this need to invest in startups. And, and, uh, but going back to your question, what, what happened was that the CPC in Brazil, in the CVC industry in Brazil, in Brazil started mainly with international corporates that already had their own CVC branch. And they wanted to start doing in Brazil, like Qualcomm and Microsoft, for instance. So that's that's how m- most of the uh, activity started, in, you know, in Brazil. And our first LPs were, for instance, like Monsanto, who had the, the uh, MGV fund. So were were corporates that already had a branch, like a, a, a full activity of VC in the US or whatever they are, they were. And they wanted to start doing it in Brazil, but they didn't have the local teams from those corporates, didn't have the expertise to start doing it in Brazil. Uh, so this and this was the opportunity that we uh, saw it in, back in 2015. And that's how we started this, you know, this, this business here in, in MSW, which today we are like 100% a VC company.
1: But but you wouldn't, if I'm not mistaken, you wouldn't describe yourself as a as a CBC, as a service firm, right? Well, that's a, that's also a
0: great question. Uh, we we I think we, I like to, do, to you know to describe our business with two pillars. Like the the first one is like we we like the early stage. We feel that we can give a lot of uh, advice to entrepreneurs and be very close we, you know we. From C to exit. You know, we like to be the first institutional and you know do the company building the whole journey. This is the number number one. Number two is what really differentiates us from other VCs, which is we are specialized in servicing for corporates. Uh, 90% from our LPs are corporations who either want to start or strengthen their CVC programs. And going back to your specific to your question. The thing the thing of, with this business is that we don't believe that it's a, a, such a scalable business so nothing that we do here is as a service uh, we have this extra layer in the vc uh, activity let's say that which is we need to provide the corporates you know we we need to 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 strengthen their open innovation capabilities and this extra layer it's not a, as a service you know it's a, it's it's a tailor made job it's a really a, a something that you need to be very close to the cbc operation from the you know from the lps and it's a it's a daily routine dialogue job you know so so nothing that we do here is like it, it's ready it, nothing is ready you know we have to prepare we have to you know understand each each of the corporate's thesis you know, talk to the business units uh, on a daily basis. So we, that's why we don't we don't believe in this as a service
1: model. You know, it's nothing we do here is as a service. And so, so then, how, how are your how are your kind of funds structured? So you have the the, the corporate LPs, right? Um, but do they have their own kind of dedicated funds, or or is it kind of into one uh, big pot that you then invest?
0: It, it depends. It, it depends on each. We have, uh, in terms of how we, we do it, we, we, we operate basically in, in two models, right? Our main model is the, is a multi-corporate VC, which we created here in Brazil. And, and we had our first fund. It was a multi-corporate, the first of its kind. Our second fund is also a multi-corporate VC. Uh, and we started this, uh, fund last year. And our third fund, which came together with actually the fund two, uh, is a single LP fund with Banco do Brasil. So we manage one fund that is totally dedicated to the bank's interest. But our model, like we we intend to grow more within the multi corporate than than the single uh, structure. Not that we, you know, that we we believe that are, there will be opportunities and that, that always are opportunities on the on the single single model. Because most of the times the corporates want to have their own uh, fund. It's 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 very difficult to convince, let's say, uh, companies that are entering this market and starting their uh, CVC program to start as a multi CVC. You know, they 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 don't understand the benefit. It's very very difficult to to to, to show the benefit. But still, like we 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 are we were, we are fundraising for our multi CVC, which has. Three major corporations uh, uh, that are Embraer, uh, Banco do Brasil Seguros, which is the insurance company from Banco do Brasil, and Baterias Moura, which is the largest uh, battery provider in Latin America. And the fourth one is, a, it's the only LP that we don't, uh, that's our corporate, it's the Rio de Janeiro uh, State Development Agency. So this fund, we are, we are you know, we're, we are going to grow within this fund and, you know, and uh, that's how we intend to to continue our model.
1: And, and is that going to be the uh, the multi? Is that going to be multicorp three, or would that be? Because I know you guys have corp multicorp- two. This is the multicorp two. Oh, okay, okay. Which is the one? This that is you- the multicorp two. Okay.
0: because it, it it only has one year and a half of existence. Right. Yeah. So we 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 raised. Uh, the, we did the first distribution. We closed the first round. We're starting a second round now. Uh, but co- going back to your question, the corporates they invest. Uh, with different structures. Some corporates, which are very mature, they have like a mother fund, which we call like a FIPI. Uh, FIP is the Fundo de Investimento e Participações. It's uh, regulated by CVM, our SEC equivalent. So it's an appropriate structure. And they invest from this uh, fund, which will do, let's say, funds of funds, will do direct investment, will do everything related to investment in in startups. Let's call it like that. Some other corporations, they invest from the balance sheet uh, and they, they invest in, you know, in, in, in our fund directly. Uh, it really depends on how mature the CVC program from the corporate is. Right.
1: right. And w- what would you say is like a, a, a corporate that comes to you? Is, it, is there a kind of typical kind of profile of them? Like w- what do they tend to have in common?
0: Well, uh, we have those two Different uh, profiles, like, I would say that it's kind of fifty-fifty. You know, uh, some of them want to get their, you know, get their their uh, operation started, started. Like uh, they want to start doing corporate venture capital. Some of them are like that, and, and they've never done it before. Uh, they understand that they have they, you know, they would benefit from having a, a, a manager. Doing it instead of just the M A, so some of them are very you know in the initial level. Let's say, let's call it like that. And I, I and normally I I say to them that it's a fast pass. You know, once we join us at the multi corporate, you know, you are in the game. You learn fast, right? Uh, it's just it's very quick once you start. with started investing in startups that they have the interest in and start you know bringing their executives to to, to the board to the boards and. And participating on, you know, in, in the entrepreneurial life, uh, they learn. Uh, so this is one one kind of uh, uh, inve- corporate investor. The other one are corporates who already have their own operation and, and already started, you know, uh, and they want to diversify. They want to have access to a different kind of origination startups, right? They want to, they want to, they 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 see the benefit of having other LPs that probably are investing in their Horizon 2 or Horizon 3. And, you know, it makes very sense to sit with them and, and, and analyze and invest in startups, too, you know, collectively. But then these are more mature, right? So we have those two types.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask, is that is that second group? Yeah, like, yeah. like, like Did, Embraer, you
0: know, calling names. But Embraer, for instance, is a very, it's, it, it was the first CBC operation in Brazil. First one, first uh, Brazilian. So they are very mature. They they saw the benefit, and, and they they had you know they have operations since 2014, I think, with with their own fund. So this is like a perfect example,
1: right? And so, and then through you, I suppose they would gain exposure to things that they wouldn't invest in themselves, perhaps, or or, or make investments that they perhaps. Yeah. wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Not only this, but they they would they they would also, you know, uh, we are, for instance, we are. You know, uh, we are investing in autonomous uh, vehicles, it doesn't matter if it, it's on the sea, in the air, or, you know, or uh, on land. So the last investment we made, you know, that we will you know, probably announce next week, it's a, it's a company that will benefit not, not only from their capabilities of flying autonomous vehicles, and, 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 and they both will benefit, you know, from this learning but we also benefit from the other LPs that we have, like uh, this vehicle, we, need, we will need insurance. We need to insure the, you know, the, the, the load, the, everything that they would transport it, you know. So, so they will also need, they will do, this vehicle, we have a, a, an electric a, a battery and we have, you know, this largest uh, battery provider here in Brazil. So, so, uh, so they, they saw the benefit of investing collectively very, very soon. And We are already collecting this in our fund too.
1: And w- w- one of the things I suppose with with multi LP funds, well, multi multi-corpor- multi corporate LP funds, that um, that that you might have to consider is that of kind of strategy, right? So how do you determine strategy for a fund that you have these, you know, multiple corporates that maybe are themselves part of different sectors? So how, how do you guys approach that?
0: We we ensure our LPs uh, two things, right. As we have uh, a company in the aerospace uh, industry or in the insurance uh, industry, we we insure them, let's say the insurance company, we, the Banco do Brasil Seguros, we, we insure them that their money, the money that they invested in our fund, in our multi-corporate uh, uh, fund, we will allocate in tax, right? Yeah. And, we, and, and another thing that is very different in our model, Fernando, is that different from typical VCs, we want the if our investors, which are corporates. We want them to give their, their insights. We participate in, in in the in the choosing uh, process, right? Because we, we we know that the expectation from the entrepreneur when we invest in, in you know in, a, in an in tech, for instance, is that he will have the support from the our LP, which is a specialist in the sector. So we are always we so we work very close to the executives of each of this uh, of our corporates in order to choose and afterwards in order to you know to to leverage the the startup business so but going back to your question so we ensure two things one is we will allocate the funds you know the 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 resource that came to the fund in the sector that they want right uh so it's a multi-thesis also the other thing that we ensure is that we will never work with their competitors, right? So we cannot have in our uh, multi corporate VC corporations that compete with you know with, with, with themselves, because uh, we are dealing with very sensitive information, and strategic information, as we have you know to learn their thesis and talk to business units, and so we these are the two things that we ensure, and this is what, and actually the one thing that we ensure that right, so. The one thing that we ask in exchange, and normally it's what they want also, is that, that they will work with us in order to choose and to, you know, in, and, and to leverage, the, uh, to help the startups grow. So this is our, the beauty of the model, right? And this is what allows we have different corporates from different segments. And for instance, like uh, a lot of those corporations, you know, they, if you look at their horizon two or three. They have intersections, right? They have uh, similar places that they want to be. So this is also what makes this, this, uh, this model possible, right? But it's difficult, difficult to foresee that.
1: So like the due diligence process and, and, and kind of sourcing a bit, you kind of do jointly with the LPs?
0: No, this process we do, the due diligence, uh, the negotiation with the entrepreneur, the, the thesis, the investment thesis. This is, this is our, our job, right? Of course, we, you know, we approve it and we, approve. when, when we, let's say the origination process can come out, you know, it comes out from us, but it also can come out from, you know, we like it even more when a corporation that is RLP say, Hey, uh, um, you know, and th- when they send us like a, a, a startup that they liked, they said, we'll take a look at this, you know, Hey, Richard, take a look at this. That, what, what's your opinion? Uh, uh, do you think we should, you know, invest or not? So we like when this happens and we, we, but we do the analysis, uh, we do the valuation, business plan, this, this process, we do it, uh, we, of course, we present everything, you know, all this work, the due diligence that we present this. But what we expect from the corporations, once they recommend, and once they also you know, want to invest is that they will work together with us to, you know, to support that, that that entrepreneur and that startup so and they want that also you know so it's a it's a very aligned uh interest line
1: model you know? so because the corporates have the kind of you know you, you said you assure them that you know what they invest will go to their investments in their strategic segments and say you're you, you you've made a number of investments already in that space from that allocation so maybe you only have a, a, a bit of room left say you know hypothetically th- does that affect your kind of negotiating position when you're investing in the next tech startup, say. Cause- not, not, the, not the negotiation, mm-hmm.
0: but certainly our focus. For instance, like if we invested, you know, if we have an airspace, uh, an insurance and an energy, what we have right now, right? And we only invested in two sectors and it's, we're missing investing in, in, in one segment. We will focus on this seg- segment that we're missing. But it doesn't affect the negotiation as much because typically we have much more opportunities to invest, unfortunately, than the money that we would like to have. Uh, and the corporation, even if let's say it's missing one allocation in a specific sector, you know, we we had cases in, in the previous fund that that happened, and and we you know and and we decided after the like a two days that we didn't want to invest, you know, when we learned some some other things, but. Let's not forget. You know, we have five years to invest, so it's you know it's it's a long time. We we don't need to rush. You know, uh, although although this year for us it has been probably one of the years that we invested more. Uh, we're gonna end end up this year with about five investments in our multi uh, corporate VC fund and about probably three investments in the in the single in the Banco do Brasil fund. So oh, probably eight investments in one year, it was very real you know, it, it was a very good year for us in terms of allocation.
1: Yeah, which which, you know, in, in the context of the kind of wider venture market cooldown that we've seen around the world is, is pretty notable. Do you do you think that the kind of reduction in I think it has an influence in yeah, valuation? Yeah.
0: A lot of not not invalu well, maybe, but a lot of the investments we made, I think that They probably also tried typical VCs, but as typical VCs were more, uh, you know, standing still, like, let's see what's going to happen. You know, we don't want to unlock a lot of uh, uh, these typical VCs. I think that those opportunities came to us, you know, and very good opportunities, like amazing companies, uh, amazing entrepreneurs. So we, we, you know, we we believe that, that this year. We were lucky to, to, you know, to find those entrepreneurs and, and invest in those companies.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, one of the stories of the of the downturn has been, you know, this this kind of, as the VC stepped back, it kind of created a void for then corporate, you know, investment to, to come in and really, Absolutely. and really make up the space. That Absolutely. Absolutely. Because
0: let's not, let, let's not forget, Fernando, that CFCs are not the number one dream investor for entrepreneurs, especially in Brazil, right? Uh, as as this is a new industry, I would say that you know a, a lot of entrepreneurs does they are learning about the possibility of you know having CVC SLP. So it's not their you know we we also have here in MSW we also have a role of uh, to educate the market. You know, so we like to talk a lot about that in terms of. How, how, how an entrepreneur can benefit from a CVC investment, right? Because, because uh, we, as the, as, as it's a new industry, you know, it, it it's, uh, it's still a lot of, if you know, a lot of good entrepreneurs still have doubts of whether, uh, this is an M&A for the corporates. What, 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 what is this, you know? So as, as you said, you know, as, as the VC, typical VCs step back, you know, this, Brought in a uh, huge opportunity for CVCs, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And in that educator role, do do you feel that it's more the entrepreneurs or the corporates that have more to learn about CVC? I think both. You know, On both sides. You still have a, a
0: lot of, uh, of uh, let's say prejudice. So once I was talking to a, a typical VC who wanted to learn about our thesis and our because we are you know. Like, our 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 model is, is 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 not so easy to understand. Like we are a VC, but we have LPs that are corporates. We're not, you know, a CVC appropriate. So, so they, you know, once I got a call from like a tier one like fund and said, "Listen, we want to learn more about your operation." And and and, and he he told me that he has on the fund policies that they cannot co invest with corporates. It's forbidden. <laughs> so it's it's, you know, that caused me like a great shock, you know, I said, well, but come on, why? You know, and, and, you know, his answer was like, because historically, uh, corporates have not been in Brazil good investors, you know, I said but th- there's, and I was debating with him say saying, listen, there's no, there's very small history to make a judgment like that, you know, so, so that's, that's a lot of, a lot of what we do here is like, we think about the industry as a whole, you know, and. And also to facilitate that other corporates not only those that are our lps but to facilitate that other corporates are you know become become a choice for entrepreneurs right okay. and 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 I believe that if we become successful in the investments we make you know with the funds that we manage uh the entrepreneurs it, the, by themselves you know they will they would talk you know they would they would they will, they will go out and say listen they, these guys are very good investors. you know the Corporates are good investors, you know. You just have to, you know, watch out for a few things here and there, but consider it an opportunity.
1: And to your knowledge, is that like an isolated case of, of, of policy or, or do you think it's, you know, some other one? No, it's not an isolated. I, I,
0: I don't think it's isolated. That's the, that's the worst part of it, you know. I don't think it's isolated. I think that it's a, it's a common, almost as, it's kind of, it's very common, you know. Uh, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't see, or at least we don't know, of tier one funds here in Brazil, co-investing with, uh, it's very, it's very rare co-investing with corporates. It's, it's
1: beginning, right? It's beginning. Right. Yeah. You're, you're getting the sense that it's kind of changing a bit. It's changing. I think it's changing. Definitely. I think it, because it's evolving, you know, it's evolving. Right. Exactly. And you, you mentioned before the, obviously whenever. An entrepreneur gets an investment, especially from a corporate, they want to see, you know, what, what, what benefit they can have from that collaboration. So w- w- what do those tend to look like in your experience from, from the investments that you've made?
0: Typically, like what we do before deciding on, a, you know, deciding uh, with the corporate, you know, in an investment is trying to, to map the synergies and try, we try to, to, to build what we call the impulse plan. And this impulse plan, it's, 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 uh, we list what are possible projects that will, uh, generate value for the startup and also for the corporation, right? And we do that previous to the investment. And another thing that we do is like we, we, we start the, 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 the conversation between the, cause you have the CVC unit, but who will boost a startup operation, it's not the CDC unit, it's the, it's a, it's a different business unit inside the corporation, right? So we start those, those dialogues between the business unit and the, you know, and the startup that we are investing in, even before the investment, to, you know, to, to list that which are the projects, the potential projects that, that will leverage and it will generate value. But one thing that it's essential, it's to level the expectations, you know, because uh, also a lot of times the corporates they do want to engage and to you know to help, uh, but not necessarily they can you know. So it's uh it's it's I would call this like the probably the major uh, challenge of all corporations that are you know that doing they're doing corporate CVC uh, corporate venture capital is that it's their potential to execute on uh, leveraging the startup businesses right. Because uh, you know, the the CVC normally have this will. They want to, you know, they they see an opportunity. They go there. They talk to entrepreneurs. say We're going to do this, 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 this. And but they need the you know the buy in, or they need the, the business units to you know to be very aligned with them. So this is what we we try to do most of the times, you know, uh, before the investment, and of course after the investment, right? And another thing that we do that it's you know that helps a lot is normally when we Let's say if we're investing in a in a, in a startup that comes from uh, the energy segment, that we have like a, a specialist in the energy segment. We from that that's an LP from the segment. We bring uh, an executive to the board as a as a listener, uh, you know, to, to be close to us and to also help build the you know the bridges between uh, the corporate and and the startup, right? And to help you know doing projects. And, and specifically on your question, uh, I see that normally there are a few ways to, you know, to to leverage the, the, the startup business. But just by giving a contract, uh, let's say we're investing in a fintech and we have the bank as a DLP, just the, the fact that the bank can probably give a contract, a service contract to this startup, just by doing that itself, it's already a huge, you know, a huge uh, impulse. Uh, this is one way of uh, of generating value we like a lot when we see cooperation and uh, co-development of solutions between let's say a corporate and a and a startup that this solution that will be created will serve the market right and and the corporation will be put their label uh, and the startup will say we are the technology provider so this is one thing that we like it a lot and uh, we also saw a lot of uh possibilities of startups using leveraging on the on the sales channel of the corporate which is you know normally huge you know but there are also other ways to support you know institutional with a lot of uh, uh you know just by using the, the you know the corporate label and you know being being able to say that they have let's say a fintech that we invested in just be just by ina- being able to say that they have like the one of the largest banks of Brazil as an invest as an LP. That itself, it's already a boost, you know.
1: And does that tend to or has it in the past kind of determined whether or not you made an investment? You know, the the the, the mapping out process of the collaboration beforehand.
0: Oh yeah, totally. That's 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 a significant part of our job, you know, to map these uh, uh, synergies between the LPs that we have and of course the startups that we are. Uh, uh, there we that we are originating. That's a, a very important part of the job.
1: And is that easier to do when, when the corporate already has the CVC unit and they have that kind of bridging process kind of already worked out a bit?
0: Well, well normally when, when, when the corporation already have a CVC and they invest with us, typically what will happen is that we will go to the earlier stages, right? So we will invest smaller checks and rounds that are early. And let's say if we invest, you know, uh, we we get in in the series A or the C round, if a corporation have their own structure, what they will do is that normally if the startup, you know, if, if it goes well and they will raise another round, normally what they will do, they will also invest by their own structure or CoinVest in, in the next round, you know. It's a way to test the
1: waters. You know? which, which typically tend to go in later. They would typically... Exactly. We, they, and, 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 so so they, they will typically go in later, but then, you know, but, but with you, they can go in earlier. Uh, it's either by, you know, uh,
0: maturity or by, let's say, if it's a horizon two or horizon three, the, more, the further away from... The core business, I would say, the more interest the corporation have uh, to invest with us, right? If it's very close, they tend to, you know, to 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 treat as a, uh, you know, as a maybe a possibility to be an MA. So better do it in their own structure.
1: Right, that makes sense. And, and for the for the less mature ones, going back to the education question, what are some of the more common things that you find yourself? having to, to keep reminding them of? It's that expectation, you know, to,
0: to level the expectation between the both sides, you know. I normally tend to say to the entrepreneur, uh, you know, I, I use the term, the, term, the, the story, you know, that I used to to, to the entrepreneurs, so I, I normally tell him, listen, you are walking, you are getting in Disneyland, right? But that doesn't mean that all rides are open for you and it's free. It's not all open. You have to conquer each right. And it's not that it's, uh, I'm, re- I'm here, I'm going to, you know, it's not like that. You have to conquer each right. The teacups first and then Space Mountain, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, choose, choose the ones that you like more first and, and, and work on those opportunities. So and we say that to both, you know, to the to, also to the to the corporations. Say, so let's what is the low hanging fruit that that means? What is something that it's very feasible and very easy to execute on your side that will generate more value for this startup? That's that's another thing that uh, in terms of education that you know that it's very important is that we normally normally corporations. They operate by seeing what's important for themselves first. Of course, you know, it's what's, what's on it for me when they are investing. But what we do, we, we try to shift that perspective. I said this, it's not what's in it for you because there's very few, very little that the startup can do for you, to be very, very honest. You know, there's a lot of things, in, you know, that you guys can work together a lot. But the impact, the, the, you know, the strong impact, it will be on the startup. It won't be on you. So the one thing that we have to, you know, that we work a lot, it's to shift that perspective of the executives. And also uh, to, to, you know, to explain them that they have to be perceived, the corporation has to be perceived by the entrepreneurs as the best investment investor, that they can have. And in order to do that, they will only succeed if they will have great stories to tell, you know, in terms of entrepreneurs telling great stories. Say, listen, we had this CVC as an investor and they, they were able to do this and I was able to escalate my business to that point and we do this jointly project together who was a huge success. If the entrepreneurs don't have those stories to talk, it's over, you know? so so they have to shift the perspective and and look at what they can do to leverage the startup business you know their own of course, they will be doing it also on a natural basis right uh, but they have to shift this perspective perspe- perspective
1: and in a, in a market like brazil which is it's obviously the, the biggest and, and the strongest economy and, and venture market in in the region but, but i suppose you, you could still kind of classify it as an emerging market a bit right it's like a, it's like a strong Adolescent market, right? So it's definitely not in its childhood anymore, and and it's and it's really gaining strength. What what role do do you feel that 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 firms like MSW and other and and for the purposes of this question, I'll I'll include other maybe you know self-described CVC as a service firms like that help corporates get into this space. What role do you think you 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 play in in, in a market like Brazil, which is still emerging but strong?
0: great I like we previously talked I think we have this educational role uh, uh, we have you know our one thing that it's very important is that our terms when we invest in a startup ha- have to be you know VC terms you know and and you know we don't we cannot sit on a transaction for a very long time you know we, we have to move fast you know so so there are a lot of things that that we do that I'm sure that we will set you know, the standard of the industry as we were the first and pioneered this industry, uh, we uh, also, one thing is that we encourage our competitors to come into that business. When we started in 2015, remember there wasn't anybody there, nobody, you know, corporates went to other VCs and, and asked them, listen, you are already a VC. Do, would you, would you, would you manage my, my CVC? And I had this, re- these are real stories, okay, you know, like tier one corporations who came to us and said, listen, this guy's here. They came, they want us to, to manage. They want us to manage for them, but we don't know how to do that. You know, it's, we, it's not our, we, it's not our competence. Uh, we know oh, how to be special. Yeah. yeah. So the, the fact that we started, you know, uh, doing it, it and, and, and the fact that we were the first doesn't mean that it was easier. Not at all, you know. No, especially, yeah. Because, I would imagine
1: it's harder if anything. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It was it was very hard, you know. Especially because we came out with those with this uh, multi corporate VC. A lot of the other uh, uh, CVC uh, service providers, they, um, I think, most of them, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they only do the single, uh, you know, uh, CVC provider. They they're not. They don't do the multi, right? But, but they, but the fact that they came in and that that they have a business is very healthy for the industry as a whole, you know, very healthy. Before, let's say 2016 or 17, we used to be, you know, invited to, to study a possibility to become managers of a specific corporate. Nowadays we receive organized bid processes of to, to manage a certain fund for a corporate. So that means that the, the, the industry is, is being it's evolving, you know, is is really evolving. And I think that we will see, you know, all other, other VC C V C providers, you know, appear. You know, it's uh, today we have like five uh,
1: I think at at, at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. we will see more. You know. Yeah, I would imagine that the, the, the segment's gonna grow quite a bit. And in fact I I meant to ask a bit earlier, because you guys also have in, in, in multicorp too, you have a, a, a public sector uh, LP as well. What, what kind of differences are strategically managing a public sector uh, LP versus a corporate one? Very good question. Uh,
0: for Rio, for which is the development agency of Rio de Janeiro, like a national development bank, but, you know, state different from the other LPs, which are, are all corporates, we have to invest in startups in Rio de Janeiro with their money. That's how we allocate, right? But it was the, the relationship with them is, it's, it was very educational for us because they are LPs in other typical uh, peer VC funds. They are LPs in other se- six or seven funds. So they brought in a lot of their history with those other VCs, which educated us a lot, right? Uh, so it was very healthy for us to have such kind of investor and and the fact that they wanted to continue because they were they were they are LPs in our fund one and and they they encourage us to 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 start the fund two they you know they said listen we we are in in LPs in other six funds you know what you guys do is very different we, we we value a lot you should start the fund two we'll be the seed investors They, that's really this was their attitude which we really, really, you know, we're really glad. So they, they encouraged us a lot on, on our second fund, you know,
1: and they came in. And what, what kind of things did the, that were you able to learn from them?
0: They're more in the, you know, they tend to look more, to have more attention on the financial returns. So they are more interested on, on that, right? Although they want us to, you know, to generate impact and to start to invest in innovation, uh, startups in, in Brazil. They what they want us uh, for them. It's in, you know what they want is to to retain great startups in Rio de Janeiro. Because what 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 happens is that a lot of companies that they born here, as the money typically is in São Paulo, they tend to go away, right? Or they tend to go to you know to a, a, an offshore structure. So what they expect from us is that we retain you know we maintain this this good startups in Rio de Janeiro but they have this let's say this more this uh, financial orientation that uh, help
1: the that the corporates which which makes sense right because of the because of the development they're looking for in Rio it tends to be economic right in nature so i guess that that yeah that, that makes good sense well, how how looking looking at the brazilian market as as it is today how, how would you characterize the change that it's gone through in recent years
0: I think it's in, its numbers, right? Uh, big numbers like that, that shows what's going on. Like uh, in, in the past two years, we have about one billion dollars of commitment from corporates. So that means that that more and more we are going to have a consolidated class of investors, which are corporates, and and they are organizing themselves and doing their first steps. But a lot of them are doing the right way. You know, yesterday, yesterday, the day before yesterday, I talked to, to, to the folks and uh, I won't say names, but a, a large chemi- chemical industry that they, they had built like a, a great structure of, of to invest in startup. Like they're doing a, a lot of everything, you know, but they, but they did, I think they did, they did it very, in a very uh, smooth way. Um, and and that's what I think that that's what we will see the the market. It's a professional. Is how can I say that in English? But it's becoming very professional. You know, it used to be uh, uh, corporates that would when 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 the CBC normally burns in two. You know, in two different areas uh, of a co- of a corporation, typically in the innovation area. But they don't have the competence uh not the competence, they don't, they don't have the expertise you know it's and it's not their mandate to invest in startups or it's born in the m a on the m a area and the m a they they also don't have the culture you know they are typically they they' they're doing control deals, so they don't really they they don't have the culture to do minority stakes right but but what we are seeing are corporates that are evolving to understand uh that they they might they they probably need uh support in order to start a CVC program
1: and and you know and, and I think that this is going to be more more typical you know to see so if if I'm a corporate who wants to get into CVC in in Brazil what advice would you I mean obviously a, apart from you know link up with us at MSW <laughs> what advice would you would you give me it's uh
0: you know there has been a lot of activity in CVC since 2015. I would say 16. Uh, it has real, you know, really started. So, f- number one is do benchmark. You know, talk to other corporations that are more mature, like Embraer, Banco do Brasil, Qualcomm. You know, those corporates. You know, they they they've they've been through a lot. So try to leverage your network and get to those. You know uh, corporates who are, who are already doing uh, for a while, talk to them, you know? So this is number one, number two is don't go by yourself, you know, don't, don't, don't just, you know, assume that uh, your M&A guys, M&A folks will, will do the job, you know, they, they will not, they, they, often, they can invest, of course, they will, the problem is that, you know, there's a large possibility that they'd lack the, you know, the VC uh, mindset, right? And number 3 is you know don't believe in those ready solutions and plug-in solutions you know as a service so it's not it is nothing that we do if you want to be successful as an executive in this market you, you really need to to plan for the long ride it it's a long term business so you need to really focus get the buy-in from the board or the C level cuz you need it on the run and and number 4 it's not all strategic return. You will you will need fina- financial return, although you probably convince uh, the board and, you know, whoever you need to convince that it's a strategic return thing. But what will sustain, what will make your CPC program uh, sustainable, it's the financial return because we will be able to reinvest the returns in the program. Right. You know, if you're only seen as a cost, you know, for for the corporation and not as a revenue play, you know, a revenue area, you at a certain point, you'll be cut, you know.
1: Yeah. And any, anytime there's like a new CEO coming in, you, you're at risk, right? If, if that's the case. Probably, probably. So, so you need to, you need to think
0: as a business, you know, you need to, it's to build, to, to, to build a program, like a CVC program, it's to build a business inside the corporation. So you have to plan for the long term and you need, you know, the, the, the C-level or the board uh, to be engaged. Uh, these are like mostly our, our advices, right? And you can, uh, number five, there's the book from book from, from Jim that it's a very good
1: book. Author. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a little plug for Jim. I'm, tr- I'm sure he'll be very happy to, to, to hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy, buy the book, you know, it, 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 a lot of l- lessons there. There, sort of that, that, that is definitely true. I, I, I do encourage anyone listening to, to buy anything that, uh, that, that Jim's written about the CBC. And I'm not just saying that because he's my boss, but they, they are genuinely very, very important. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've learned, I've learned a lot. I tell him,
0: I tell this, I, I tell this to him all the time, you know, I, I've been to all. This is another advice. Go to the, to the events, you know, to the corporate venture in Brazil. It's, a, it's really a must, you know. It's where, for us, is the World Cup. You know, so if you are in Brazil, there is just, you know, and you are thinking of starting or, or if you are operating, just started the CVC in Brazil event is like probably the best that you, you know, the the best that you get uh, in terms of content and, and hearing from, from people that have been doing for, for a while. So you sh- must be there.
1: Uh, that's absolutely right, and but with th- this episode will come out on a Monday, and that the event you're speaking about will then be uh, next week. so there, there's still plenty of time to to register for it and, and you know let GCV know, and, and uh, we can get that registered for you for sure. And then for, for the benefit of any kind of founders or, or corporates that, 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 are, that are listening uh, right now, one, you know how, how, how do they get in touch with you? Um, and two, for, for the founders, for example, how, how, what, what, do you, what would you want to hear from them in a, in a pitch? Well,
0: to, to get in touch with us, like, you can come to my LinkedIn. You know, I, 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 this is one channel. Our main channel, uh, we have a, an email that all the Origination team receives, including myself. Uh, it's meldeck, M-E-U-D-E-C-K, at msw.com.br. And we'll certainly take a look at the at your deck. What we like to to see in a deck, it's typical stuff. The team, this is very important for us. uh, The background of the team, uh, what market you are operating, what is the benefit from your solution, how does it differentiate from the others? A bit of the market, you know, what's the size. So typical things, you know. If you have some some historic information, uh, some some milestones that you've already achieved technology roadmap you know those are the things that we we, we like to see on a pitch but also like the pitch is is something that what i like to say is that a, a pitch is, is something to generate the curiosity of, of the investor in order for him to say hmm, i you know that seems interesting I, it it deserves a conversation it deserves a meeting so it won't it it doesn't need to be a 50 slide powerpoint you know it can be in a 12 15 slides, you you know, you, you should be able to show. If it's too complex, it, 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 that's what, you, you
1: must be able to show in a simple way, right? Your,
0: what, what, what is your business and where are you going for?
1: Right. So to, to, to paraphrase a, a Tarantino movie, you know, you want their curiosity to then get their attention, I suppose. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I love this phrase. Yeah, it, it, is, it is a great line. Yeah, he said, first. You got my curiosity. Now you got my now you got my attention. So yeah, anyone pitching, you know, keep keep that in mind. And then on the on the flip side of that coin, then what what should they avoid doing? What 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 should they what pitfalls and red flags should they keep away from?
0: One thing that I that I you know, there is very very common is that that com- competitors table, stable. It's like that they put all the you know the other startups that are competing. Normally, the one that is doing the pitch have to do everything for a, a you know for a, for a, uh, for for a cheaper price than the others. You know, then then, then there, normally it's the incumb- The incumbents. You know, it, this 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 is very typical here in Brazil. You know, those tables of competitors. This is something that you can avoid. You know, there's other ways to show com- competition. You can position uh, yourselves on 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 a you know uh, what segment exactly you are what what problem you're solving that the other competitors are not and other things that other things that we you know no, normally see in a deck that uh here in brazil specifically which is let's say it's a it's a uh emerging right uh, uh industry uh development uh country uh we we see a lot of of pitches with the valuation already and, and so so live leave this for the investors you know uh if you know if if you already set a price you may be leaving some you know some money at the table so this is one thing that it's very typical also to see it but you know generally speaking you know as we caught this industry on in the beginning also you know the, the pitches are getting better and better let's say they are generating more uh curiosity uh out of let's say out of the Ten pitches that we receive, we will talk to uh, at least fifty percent of the entrepreneurs. You know, at least on the beginning, out of the the ten that we will receive, we will talk to two at the most. You know, so so it's, it's it has evolved a lot.
1: If you if you're advising them to, to kind of leave leave the valuation out, then we should should they not kind of tell you how much they're they're looking for? No, no, yeah,
0: this they they, they should they should totally you know for how much they're looking for and what they're going to do with the money. Yeah, this is uh, this is for sure. You know. Uh, but the, va- the the exact valuation, you know, may- maybe uh, some case, most, uh, most of the case, I would leave for the, for the investor because you may be leaving uh, some money at the table, except for solutions that are really, really, really on the early stage, you know, and, and you want to put a price on it, you know, because you know that, you know, it's going to be very hard to, to you know, to put a price. But those that are a bit more mature, I think there's no need, you know.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. And then maybe to cap things off there, uh, uh, Richard, you know, from your experience kind of, you know, working with corporates and, and, and then seeing, you know, how VCs look at corporates. What, what do you feel that, that they can do more of or, or a better job of to then help their CVCs and, and the wider ecosystem?
0: Well, one, one very simple thing is to, you know, to, to have the mindset of uh, typical minority investors. This is, this is one hard thing to be, you know, to, you know, to, to achieve, but uh, again, is what will, you know, what will make a difference for entrepreneurs is like you, you are, to understand your role as a minority investor, that you won't you know, you, normally as a, as a minority, I tend to say that to, you know, to, to a lot of the executives, say, listen, we are not we are not the pilot in this situation, you know, we, we help the the entrepreneur to navigate. We are navigators, right? So we we can we can even help him design the map, but we will not be the pilot. You know, we will not be the driver. They are the drivers. You know, because because corporates tend to want to do everything by themselves. So this 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 is one thing that to you know to to have this minority stake uh, uh, mindset, right? And, and, and also. It's to it's to have the mindset of being able to 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 influence you know that this is very important you know you have to be able to influence entrepreneurs and but but never feel the, their shoes you know their, it's their job
1: right now that makes sense well I think that that that's as good a place as I need to to wrap things up there Richard thank you so much for joining it's been absolute pleasure and I will see you in uh, well by the time this comes out it'll be next week in Sao Paulo so. I'm looking forward to grabbing a coffee.
0: Absolutely, Fernando. Thank you very much uh, for inviting me to participate in the podcast. It, it's been a real pleasure. Looking forward to see you and, and James uh, in a few days here in Brazil. Uh, unfortunately, not in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, <laughs> next time. Next, Maybe next time. Okay, thank you very much.
1: That was it from us this week, folks. Be sure to subscribe on your podcast platform of choice to not miss any future interviews. I have been Fernando Moncada. Our sound engineer is Mark Chatterley from Inner Production. Go check out his work today at inearproduction.com. We'll be back again next week, as ever. Until then, have a good one.